0: Uh, welcome. Uh, this is the Seraph covering uh um, We're going to go over a little bit about the ministry. And uh, we're going to cover some other things that uh, will come in play when we study uh, the Bible. Uh, the holy writings, as I rather like to call it. Because that's what it is, the holy writings. Uh, they're separate from any other writings. Uh, and they're not like any other writings. So the main thing... Uh, first thing to c- clarify as we uh begin if you choose to uh, uh you know be with us is really to get to know the way God uh presents uh, his word what he wants you to know you know the things that he says and speaks to you but uh through a prophet so the first thing Uh, That you need to know is that God only speaks through a prophet. Now, God doesn't speak through a theologian, God doesn't speak through a pastor, God doesn't speak through uh, whomever you want to, you know, put in that unknown variable. Let's call it X or Y. So, God speaks to a prophet. This is the main thing I would like you to understand. So, when you come to the scriptures, uh, the holy writings, what you're reading is not history, is not philosophy, is not theology. It is the message that God has for his people. And the way God communicates with his people is through a prophet. So, uh, we're going to emphasize this quite often as we study the uh, holy writings uh, because uh, for the most part, you know, people may think that the uh, uh, holy scriptures are uh, philosophical inquiries, uh, scientific even. You know, there are uh, people who may uh, think of the Bible as a scientific document. (laughs) Okay well it is not and neither is philosophical so uh, there are differences though so this is where it comes you know the hardest part because uh, when you want to understand what God uh, has to say to you you know what he wants to communicate to you uh, you really have to pay attention to what he says now what he says uh, he says it through a prophet so now now God speaks to a prophet uh, by visions, you know, by dreams, uh, revelations that he uh, shows the prophet so that the prophet can go and and tell his people. So when you study the Bible, as uh, most people call it, or you know, the Bible, uh, biblical truth, um, is really you know what God has to say, the messages that God has for His people. That's the main thing. That's what you need to uh, remember. Also, um, so in other words, you know, when when we study the Bible, when we open the Holy Writings, we're not going to be looking into theological things or philosophical matters. Uh, it's really God telling you something. And there's a big difference between that and what other people may want you to uh, believe, you know. And this is the main thing. So that's why God says that there are false prophets, uh, false teachers, uh, teachers that, you know, don't uh, teach God's teachings, but rather their own teachings. Uh, so you could be deceived by other people. You could be deceived by yourself if you separate yourself from God, if you choose to obey God. So the, the the second thing is uh for the most part uh when you open the Holy Scriptures uh I know there's well, at least what I've experienced you know there are people who uh don't know where to begin. You know they think it's a lot of information to, to read and they come to the Bible with uh, preconceived ideas uh, concepts, ideas that they think of uh, might be needed to understand what the Holy Writings uh, have to say, Now, a way to interpret the Scriptures. Now, you're going to learn that uh, that's the wrong way. In fact, there, there's pretty much just one way to uh, understand the Holy Scriptures. And the one who teaches us is God, the Holy Spirit. So you have to remember that. So when you open the Scriptures, this is God's Word. This is not a scientific document. This is not a philosophical document. This is not a theological thing. Even when it's presented as though it was something from the Scriptures. So this is where you have to be uh, really careful. Now, the way that God teaches us is that He not only teaches us, but He opens our understanding. In other words, he uh, gives you the ability for you to understand what he's telling you. Now, there's a big difference in the way God teaches as it is, you know, in the things of the world, Uh, the science of the world, uh, whatever you do in the world. So you have to keep that separated. So you got things in the world and you got holy, uh, which really means, you know, separated from stuff from the world. So, God not only opens your understanding, but He um, gives you the understanding, uh, which is, you know, uh, the other thing. So, God Himself, God the Holy Spirit, is the one that opens your understanding, and is the one who teaches you that understanding. So, that's the second thing. So... The first thing, we put the prophets because uh, that's just how God communicates his messages to his people. Now, God is not going to do something unless he tells his prophets. And then when God tells his prophets, then the prophets would give that message to the people. That's the main thing. The second thing is the way God make sure that you understand what he says through the prophet is really that he himself opens your understanding and he himself teaches you what he wants you to know and the teachings that he can only impart. Now this is why it's difficult and actually impossible to get to understand the holy writings unless... You are filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit who teaches you um, God's teaching. Uh, you're going to encounter uh, situations where Jesus himself had to open uh, the disciples' understanding. And he taught them you know, what the prophets had to say beginning from Moses all the way through all the prophets. So, see, Jesus didn't Uh, taught them or didn't teach them um, uh, history philosophy Uh, these are things of the world so God is not a philosopher Uh, God is not a scientist Uh, these are things that you 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 need to understand before you open the Holy Scriptures and and, and of course uh, uh, these things you know God himself is the one who teaches us Uh, this matters. Uh, For example, um, you're going to find in the scriptures uh, references to peoples, you know, some of them were kings. Uh, And in these references, the way the Holy Spirit inspired the the writings is such a way that they connect with each other. Now, the, the prophets lived in different times. You know, a prophet might have lived Uh, 100 years before another prophet, uh, 500 years before another prophet. And they didn't know the connection between the messages. And of course, they couldn't have known it because the only one who knows these things is God himself. So God himself is the one that um, determines the times and the seasons or the dates. So this is why um the third thing you need to understand uh, when it comes to studying the the holy writings is that the meaning of everything is within the scriptures uh, there is no separate books that you need to acquire uh, there is no uh human understanding there's no human wisdom uh human knowledge that you will require to have gone through in order to understand god's messages to you. That's that's an error. That's not how god uh communicates uh with his people. So that's the third thing. So third thing is uh the holy writings reveals god's will. Now god's will is revealed in the holy writings. So when you study the Bible, uh, the first things you you will need to do is, of course, you know, have studied it completely uh, from Prophet Moses all the way through the Prophet John in what is known uh, as the New Testament. Now, the main thing to uh, remember here, and and you don't have to worry because if you continue to listen. Uh, Basically, uh, we're going to be reminding you throughout as we study the the Holy Scriptures, you know, the way God uh, teaches us. Uh, But this is vital and very important to understand the Scriptures. Otherwise, uh, you're just not going to understand it. And uh, what then happens is people begin to come up with, uh, you know, approaches and uh, methodologies that they themselves create to understand what the writings of God uh, mean and that's another error so first things first remember so God speaks to his people through a prophet so there's no such a thing as a group of theologians that would tell you what God's message is The message has already been revealed by a prophet. And the way to understand God's messages is such that only the Holy Spirit can give you that understanding. Uh, This is no human wisdom. This is no human knowledge. Uh, This is separate from what you may know in the world. And uh, we're gonna use the term the world to describe those things that we do in our world, you know, like scientific understanding, uh, those things that are not scientific, uh, like, you know, history, uh, literature, etc. But uh, the main thing is, you really have to remember that the Holy Scriptures uh, were inspired by God, the Holy Spirit and in the inspiration that god the holy spirit gave to the prophet uh, only he can then open your understanding so that you can understand uh, god's will and the truth which is the fourth thing so uh, most people if you ask a philosopher about the truth you know what is the truth yes a scientist now, what is truth? If you ask uh, uh, anyone, you know, they'll probably come up with their own uh, meaning and understanding of what that is. Now, with God, is different. Uh, whatever you believe to know, or whatever you think you know, or whatever you know that you don't know, it, it really doesn't come into play with the Holy Scriptures. So, in other words, it is God himself... What he tells you, that is truth. I mean, there is no uh, mystery, you know, that Jesus himself says that I am the way, the life, and the truth. So the truth is not a concept, it's not an idea, something that you can understand, you know, as a human being uh, in human wisdom, you know, through uh, human knowledge, uh, but it's rather something that is very simple, really. It's just what God's telling you. So basically, whatever He says to you, that is the truth. He's telling you. And He has given you the understanding to understand what He is telling you. Now, at that point, you either accept the truth or you reject it. And that's number five. So, understanding what God has to say you know, there are truths that God teaches you that are uh, the beginning of many, many truths uh, that He wants to give you. But if you reject that truth, you're not going to be able to understand more truth that He's giving you. And what I mean by that, you know, God teaches that if you don't put to practice the things that He has revealed to you, as a tr- as truth, as, you know, what His will is, if you don't practice that, then He's not going to give you more light. Uh, light to mean more knowledge or more understanding, uh, which is different than knowledge. You know, in, in the world, uh, different sciences, you know, they gather knowledge about a subject matter, whatever that might be. With God, it's different. So this is completely Different. <laughs> so so you really have to remember. Uh, quite a few things. But uh, don't despair. Because it is God himself. Who will keep these things. In check with you. So God himself created the mind. So he knows us. Uh, he can read our minds. Um, and he knows our motives. You know what motivates us. Uh, either not to do something. Or to do something, but it, but in all truthfulness, it's it's something beautiful. What you'll learn throughout the Holy Scriptures is God's salvation. Now God reveals Himself as the salvation of the world. In fact, uh, Jesus Himself, uh, you know, teaches that uh, He came to the world to save the world, not to condemn the world, and that is really beautiful news. Uh, that God came into the world to save the world, not to condemn it. Um, But also, in order to understand what God says, you have to get that understanding within the Scriptures. So there is no such a thing as, um, you know, going outside the Holy Writings uh, to try to get an understanding of the Holy Scriptures. Uh, The understanding that God wants to give you is within the holy writings, within the messages that he gave the prophets. And the prophets, of course, uh, gave this message to the people. But the only one who can guide you and teach you, and teach you uh, this truth and God's will is the Holy Spirit. No one else. Uh, That's the... uh, um, that's the way that God um has determined these things. So um up until now we've really covered a lot. But if you continue to listen, and it's my desire and my prayer that you do, uh because uh the sixth thing has to do with you know, we all have so many years of life span on this planet. What you're going to learn in the Holy Scripture is truth about life, you know, the truth and the way. Uh, The reality is that life is not in something like in the water or in the air. Uh, Life is God. No, God is life. And uh, when we study uh, the writings of uh, the prophet Moses, uh, the first thing that Moses uh, tells us, you know, inspired by God, is that God is the creator of all things. And when we are guided by the Holy Spirit, and when we read the messages that God uh, gave the prophets, and in this case, uh, Moses as the prophet, So, it is only through God the Holy Spirit that He uh, gives us the understanding of that which has been written. Um, There is no human method to understand such a thing. So, there is a distinction between uh, what, you know, uh, uh, human wisdom can do, uh, human knowledge versus, you know, what God uh, can do. So God is not restrained, and God is not limited. You know, the reason we have in the world sciences is because we don't know. And in the pursuit of not knowing, so we study. You know, and we have that intelligence because God himself created us intelligent. But you need to understand the truth as God reveals it. And then it will be up to you to either accept the truth or reject it. Um, So it's basically your decision. Now the seventh thing is that you'll you'll rejoice, you know, throughout the uh, studying of the Holy Scriptures. And and frankly, we haven't covered much yet, but uh, uh, for now is enough, you know, to understand uh, some things that you wouldn't understand unless you have been guided and taught by God the Holy Spirit and His teachings are in the Holy Writings. So you have to keep yourself within the Holy Writings. Uh, there is more to come but the main thing uh, on this uh, first um thing to know is how God communicates and and that's very important because uh, if you follow what God tells you and this is the other thing God doesn't change so God is not going to change he is constant forever now, for us, you know, as human beings, you probably heard that, you know, people look for change. You know, in fact, most people want to change everything. <laughs> but but you'll come to know that uh, that's just an illusion that the person creates in their mind. And remember, the mind was created by God. The mind did not evolve. You know, the mind wasn't something out of nothing that came to exist without understanding how. In fact, it is beyond human understanding. It is beyond the understanding that God gave his created beings, uh, even in perfection. But we get to know these things because God tells us these things directly. So uh, we'll see next time. And we're going to cover more about the ministry specifics. But we're also going to keep reminding you about these things because it is important that you keep them fresh in your mind as you get to um, study uh, Gas truth, uh, which is revealed in the Holy Writings. Um, There's so much... But yet, we have to start somewhere, and this is a great start. And remember, if you do not believe these things, uh, next time we're going to go over uh, things about, uh, things that have to do with faith, uh, trusting God, that is, and obeying God, versus philosophies, religions, and theologies. So, there's uh, three different things. So, you got faith, trust in God. Of course, uh, faith in God, uh, trust in God, and obedience to God. Versus uh, philosophies, religion, and theology. So, these are human inventions. This is what uh, human beings who rejected God have created. They've created philosophies, Religions and theologies. In fact, a good religious person is a good philosopher. and A good philosopher is a good theologian. So all of these things are uh, mingled together because in all essence is basically rejecting God. So what do I mean by this? Well, God teaches in the Holy Writings that um, faith is given by God. It's not something that you can obtain on your own. Like everything else. And I know for now it may seem like something, you know, like, uh, I don't quite get it, but remember, you know, when we uh, go into biblical truth, and I, I like not to use the word biblical because uh, it's a Greek word that basically means a collection of books. And and, and that's not really what it is. It doesn't do merit what we're studying which is the holy writings and that's actually what god calls it because they're separate from anything else so faith is something that god gives to you it's not something that you can acquire by yourself and so that's why rather than have faith then people choose to have their own philosophy so rather than having trust in god people trust their religion, uh, religious uh, rituals that they may do, uh, the gods that they may choose to believe in. So rather than trusting in God, and rather than obeying God, so they create their own theology. And this is why you see uh, many people having their own theology, many people having their own religion. Many people having their own philosophies because they reject God. That is really what it comes down to. And, and God has made it so that you decide if you're going to have faith in God, if you're going to trust in Him, and if you're going to obey Him. Uh, but again, you know, people choose not to obey God. And instead of obeying God, they come up with their own theology. And then you have people you know, having differences in theological understanding, uh, so they say. Uh, And instead of trusting in the true God, people choose to do their own uh, religion. You know, there are so many religions in the world. Uh, Having checked the latest count, but there's, you know, roughly more than, uh, probably, what, 4,700 religions in the world. So, and then rather than having faith in God, you know, then people choose to have their own philosophy, and they're all mingle within each other. So people who have faith, they trust in God. People who have faith and trust in God, they obey God. But uh, so it is with those things that are opposite, which is philosophy, religion, and theology. So people who are religious people they tend to believe what they want to believe and they choose to create uh, their own rituals, uh, their own philosophy, and their own theology. So they mingle together. Now for those of us who choose to have faith in God, we trust in Him and we also obey God. So rather than having our own philosophy we have faith in god rather than creating our own religion uh, we trust in god and rather than having our own theology we basically just obey god i know it sounds a little complicated but it is really uh, this is actually the 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 uh, with god everything is simple the 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 only difference is that God is not going to give you more understanding unless you live by the truth that he reveals to you. If you do not live by that truth, you're just not going to know more. That's just how he has He has set it up. And the reason he does that is because he knows your heart, which is your mind. So, we're going to go into more specifics uh, the next time. Uh, but on this first time, I wanted to emphasize uh, some things that you'll need as we go through the Holy Scriptures, as we study the Holy Scriptures. Uh, As a matter of fact, you know, God himself uh, tells you how to study the Holy Writings. So this is not something that uh, a group of theologians will tell you, uh, religious people will show you, or philosophers will let you know. Uh, It it just doesn't work like that. So the holy writings were inspired by God. And it's God himself who interprets the inspiration. Now, you're not going to even need a dictionary. The meaning of what God tells you is right there in the holy scriptures. Uh, all All that God asks of you is that you have faith in him, that you trust him, and that you obey him. Now let me elaborate a little more about what God teaches you about faith, uh, uh, trust in God, and obedience. So we mentioned Moses. In fact, you know he's the uh, the first prophet uh, in the in the Old Testament. So we have the Old Testament, the New Testament. You know, people have broken down uh, those things. <laughs> So, God doesn't teach that either. But anyhow, that's just how it is. Now, there are uh, ways for you to know uh, which is the writings that you are to follow and which are not. But uh, this is how God teaches you. So, God is not focused on the book or the writing itself. See, God didn't write a book for you to read it. God sent a prophet. And the prophet is an intelligent being that understood the message that God wanted to give his people. So, with that understanding, the prophet goes and delivers the message to his people. And this is what Jesus also told his disciples. So, when you... (laughs) When you come to the Bible uh the holy writings uh, that's what they are um you have to remember you know that you don't have faith in the prophet. in fact, if you have faith in a prophet, there is a curse by God that comes to you because you chose to trust in men um you know we're gonna go into more specifics about this the next time but just uh, hear me out so this is what God teaches in the holy writings so basically when you put your faith in another person God sends curses to you you know curse is the man who trusts in another man now faith and trusting um, they're not the same But they are, in a way. And and so, faith is trusting in God. That God will do, even without you knowing, or even without you seeing it at the moment. Uh, There are, in the Bible, in the Holy Writings, uh, references to, you know, people. That have faith in God. People who didn't have faith, in how God teaches you to have that faith, because faith is not something that you can attain. You cannot go through a course. Uh, I'm sorry. You cannot go through a a course, and say, you know, I'm gonna after I graduate from this, I'm gonna have faith. You know, they're gonna give you a little certificate or they'll give you a little diploma. You know, you went through a, a theological study of what faith is. Uh, That's not how it works with God. Uh, God doesn't have knowledge. God has understandings. And of course, you know, from a human perspective, you know, knowledge has its place. We're not denying that. But what we are telling you that God teaches us is that understanding is what God gives us. So just... Uh, Follow my train of thought for now as God presents it in the holy writings. So faith is something that you cannot attain by yourself. Something that God has to give to you. And then trusting in God is the same. You get to trust God. You have faith in God. And then you obey. Let's put it this way. So when you put something in your mouth and you chew if it's food, right? hopefully, now you're showing some food, you're showing that food, either you spit it out or you swallow it. Now, when you swallow it, it goes to your stomach. Unless it went to the wrong pipe. (laughs) 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 Which, you know, sometimes uh, could happen, but uh, let's say that it went to, you know, it went through the right pipe and goes down to your stomach. So so it is with God, you know, when you have faith, there's only one venue. So and this is why when God tells you about in interpretations, interpretation with God basically means what something means. It only has one meaning. It doesn't have two meanings, three meanings, four different meanings. It has only one meaning. That is interpretation. So so remember faith, trust in God and obedience. Now, typically in the world, you know, people gather knowledge. They do their studies. And based on that knowledge, you know, people choose to believe because that's the extent of the knowledge. But they don't know. I mean, if if people knew, then they wouldn't have a need for knowledge. Does that make any sense? Now, that's in the world, right? And so, with God, is different. You know, the, the fact is that the one that knows is God, because God created all things. So, you come to know because God tells you. You know, He shows to you. He reveals to you. And so, our understanding is what we come to have. So, we have an understanding based on those things that God reveals to us. So, if you try to uh, conceptualize things, you know, come up with an idea, uh, try to come up with a method because you want to understand what faith is, and let's say you uh, spend some time trying to figure out, you know, some sort of method, uh, different processes, steps that you may want to put in there to try to uh, get uh, uh, more knowledge about that one thing so that you can attain some level of understanding. That's how things work in the human, um, in this world, you know, in this world. But God is different, you know. So this is what's called discerning, to have a discerning of one thing versus the other. This only comes from God too. So God is the one who teaches you. God is the one who brings you to an understanding because he's the one that knows. So remember, so when it comes to uh, spiritual things, spiritual, which is really what uh, endures forever, it is God who knows. It's not you. It's not your intellectual capacity is now your collection of knowledge is now your collection of wisdom you know or so-called conventional wisdom all of those things fall short and cannot even be compared you know with with God <laughs> so so uh, you're going to rejoice yourself you know as you begin to um study the the Holy Writings, the way God teaches you to do it. There's only one way. So there's no uh, different ways that you can come up with and there's no different interpretations, uh, there's no different meanings, right? So the other thing is, um, once you realize that uh, the truth is what God tells you, then you begin to have an understanding of spiritual uh, knowledge. And I don't like to use the word knowledge when it comes to spiritual because you might be thinking that you by yourself um, are going to be able to come up with some sort of method or a process or steps to take so you can attain something. doesn't work like that. Think of it this way. If you're able to see if you have the capacity to see, the ability to see, that you came with when you were born. Now, now some people uh, may have developed blindness as they were growing up, but what I'm showing to you is something that you will find in the scriptures so often. The reason why you see when you were born is because God gave you sight. The reason why you hear is because God gave you the capacity to hear. You know, all the senses that we have. You didn't come up with a method to be able to hear and to be able to see. You didn't come up with some sort of, you know, conventional knowledge so that you can hear and see. These are things that God gave you. He endowed you. He gave to you. He created you, and this is just—I uh, um, mean, there's so much to it. But uh, the main thing is, it's you know that you—you you cannot do anything by yourself, really. I mean, once you were born, if you were able to see, you have your sight. It's not something that you were doing inside your mom's womb. You know, thinking about—you know—I'm gonna think about how I'm gonna be able to see, and I have to figure out how. I'm gonna be able to hear things. Uh, these are things that God gave you, you know, hearing, sight. So it is with faith. It's not something that you can attain. It's not something that after you read a book, you're gonna say, hey, "I have faith now," or after you go through a theological, you know, seminar, you're gonna say, uh, "Now I have trust in God," or uh, after you know years of. Uh, whatever uh, you could say, no. Now I can be obedient to God. Uh, it doesn't work like that. So this is why it's very important that you discern the differences between spiritual truth and what the world teaches. Uh, there are things that we do in the world, and even Jesus said we live in the world, but we're not. We're not of the world. So. Uh, that's very important to remember. So, but don't, don't worry. We'll uh, we'll refresh your memory as we go through these uh, beautiful uh, understandings that God will have to us. You know, and 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 the main thing you know throughout the Holy Scriptures that you will find is God's wanting for you to have life and in an abundance of life. It's just beautiful truth, and there's so much beautiful truth that God teaches you and that he uh, reveals to you. But because God knows our condition, because God knows our hearts, he has set it up so that in such a way that if you do not obey him in those things that he has revealed clearly to you, he will not give you more spiritual truth. That's just how it is. So with God, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you think you have because you don't really have knowledge of your own. So you cannot come up with some sort of, you know, um, storage device where you can pour in a lot of data and that you can analyze the data and come up with your own, you know, steps, processes to uh, be able to do something. Uh, It doesn't work like that. It, It doesn't work like that. So the main thing you have you need to remember is you know with God God is the one who knows you no know, he is the creator uh, he created all things into the existence existence exists because God created it and so this is no coincidence you know the fact that you are a living being is no coincidence uh, in fact you will learn that God teaches us that he made you in your mother's womb. You know, there is a reason why uh, God created a man and a woman, you know, and these are the things that God created, and they cannot be changed. Uh, if you look in creation, you know, uh, you'll get to know that. And I don't mean, you know, like a biologist, you know, who have a collection of knowledge that they gather you know, through studies that they created uh, based on certain methodologies that they used and employ uh, to validate what they think they know. You know, the ontological view and, uh, you know, things that have to do with uh, how we do in the world. I mean, which is really not complicated stuff. But what God teaches you is different. See? So remember, so for now you've known that God God speaks to a prophet. And so God speaks to a prophet because the prophet will deliver the message to his people. And these are the holy writings. So the prophet is not a writer. So the prophet is not uh, a scientist or or a philosopher. Uh, God is neither a scientist. God is neither a philosopher. Uh, These are things that we have in the world, and we need them that they have their place in the world. But they don't come into play with God in the spiritual things. So God speaks through a prophet. Now there are false prophets as there are false teachers. And even Jesus, you know, reminded his disciples to be cautious and to beware of false prophets and false teachers. Teachers that do not teach the teachings of God, and prophets who do not say the things God told them to say because they're not from God. Uh, You're going to find that through uh, the Israel people, it was plagued with false prophets. You know, people pretending to be God's prophets, but they were false prophets. And they were false because God didn't speak to them. In fact, they had schools of prophets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if God speaks to a prophet, they figure out, let's just create a school and we're just going to say that these are the prophets and whatever these people say, then uh, the so-called prophets, you know, we're going to deceive the people, the nation, thinking that that they prophets, but but they're really not prophets. And so, you know, there is a, there's a references to, to so many false prophets throughout, you know, the, the people of Israel and, 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 nevertheless, you know, when God sent the prophet, he brought the prophet into existence for that purpose alone. You learn it with, uh, you learn this truth with, uh, Moses and you know, the Moses came into existence. With purpose, and of course, this purpose is determined by God. So, so it is with Jeremiah and all the prophets. The prophet Samuel, you're gonna get to know this truth that God teaches you. So remember, when it comes to a spiritual truth, truth, it is God who knows. Uh, you don't, you don't know. So don't, don't pretend. Don't come up with your own things because you're just gonna. It's going to be garbage, you know, compared to what God has to offer. In fact, you're going to learn that Paul, who was Saul, later on said that he has everything, you know, in this world, as uh, excrement, you know, dung, in comparison to Christ. Because we don't know, you know, we, we just don't know. And that's the main thing, you know, with spiritual truth, is the same. The only difference is that in a spiritual truth is God who reveals to you, is God who endows you, is God who gives you, and then you as a created being come to an understanding of those things. Just like we, you know, put the example of you being able to have sight and hearing, you know, those things were given to you. You didn't do anything to attain the hearing or the sight. You grew up with these things. So but in the world, the fallacy or the uh, deceiveness is that, you know, you can come to an understanding of things if you have knowledge. So knowledge is a way to get to understand the world. For example, now with God is it doesn't work like that. So the next things are uh, gonna we're gonna, you know, go into more specifics and details next time uh, about that but also I'd like to cover uh, before we wrap it up here um, I'd like to cover a little bit about uh, some things you know that relate to uh, same thing we're talking but it expands it a little more so when uh, for example you want to uh, if you go into the wilderness, if you go into, you know, in, into the wild, you know, into creation, that's what God calls it. So God doesn't call it Mother Nature. You know, there's there's no such a thing. There's no such a term. Uh, there's no. <laughs> there's no. There's no mother nature. There is a creation. Now creation is what God did. So, God created all things into existence. And and don't worry, we're going to go into more details about this the next time. But the main thing is you have to remember that. You know, God created all things. So, there is no nature with God. There is only creation. What's the difference? Well, nature is what man thinks knows. So, they think they know. Now, for example, let's say you are through the knowledge you know, obtained by biologists, you get to know about nature, they say. And so, you know, they've studied nature and, uh, or let's say, the weather, you know. It's going to be raining, it's not going to rain, or, and so based on certain factors that, you know, happen, you can uh, deduce if it's going to rain or not, or it's going to be windy or so, and so forth. And then you have you know, nature. So nature is something that men thinks they know based on knowledge that they have acquired. And so they believe the knowledge is power. Now, God doesn't teach that. That's an error. I mean, to know based on human understanding, you know, the knowledge that is gathered uh, is not what God teaches you. And you'll know the differences. So, so when you... When you speak of nature, God doesn't speak of nature. God speaks of his creation. Now, God created all things into existence. Everything that is visible and invisible to the eye, things that you don't even know that they exist, are there because God created them. There is nothing that it created itself. Nothing came out of nothing and became a living being. he was God, the true God, the Lord, it's his name, who created all things into existence. So, through nature, you hear of the theory of evolution, for example. And so, theory of evolution, you know, looks at what's going on in the world, they say, and based on knowledge gather, you know, they think something is like that, but but you you found that you know the theory of evolution falls short, and in fact is now very intelligent when it comes to understanding how things came to exist. But God, on the other hand, tells you that He created all things, so He He communicates to you. <laughs> so, so God is not. Giving you a philosophical stance, you know, from an epistemological and ontological view, uh, those are things that you find in the world. But when you come to the Holy Writings, you know, when you come to the Holy Writings, God is communicating to you because you're able to hear Him. You're able to comprehend what He's telling you because He gave you those abilities. You didn't have to work for them. God gave them to you. The same it is with everything with God. Everything that exists, exists because God himself created it. So existence exists because God created it. And the true name of God is the Lord. The Lord of hosts. You're going to hear that a lot. Especially, you know, with John, the prophet John, in what he wrote as the revelation of Christ. Uh, some people call it the book of revelations, uh, and so forth. But so, the same goes with character. So character is something that, you know, for example, in psychology, or know um, other areas that study the mind, the character, so they come up with ways, you know, methods, steps, processes, etc. Um And so that's why, you know, they think they can know the character of someone. The character, so you have psychology from a human perspective, you know, in the world, and nature you have evolutionary thinking, you know, people who think they can know what happens in nature, and they call it nature because they're studying it, you know. It takes time, so they develop they, they develop their own uh, approach and methodology, and based on whatever they gather, they validate what they find, and so that comes to be part of knowledge-based, and that knowledge-based uh, gives them some level of understanding. Now, with God, it doesn't work like that, and this is why when you particularly study you know, what uh, Matthew, John, uh, Luke wrote in what is known as the New Testament, Uh, you're going to find there, you know, that people have a lot of problem understanding things that God, Jesus, teaches the people. Because people think of these things as though it's something that they have to conceptualize, you know, to get an idea or something, and then... Come up with a concept to try to understand it. Uh, it, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, so, as we go through this, you know, next time we're gonna uh, go into more specifics. But it's it's very important that you you understand these three main things, and we sort of separated them out in the beginning so that you can get a little grasp of them all. But don't worry. I mean these things the Holy Spirit will remind you. You're going to learn that. So basically, main three, things, main three things is, you know, God speaks through a prophet, period. God does not speak through a pastor, through a theology theol- of theologian. Um, God speaks through a prophet. So God uh, brings a prophet into existence, and that prophet delivers the message. That God wants you to know. You do not trust the prophet, you trust God. You do not have faith in the prophet, you have faith in God. You do not obey the prophet, you obey God. The prophet, it's an intelligent being whom God brings into existence, uh, communicates to him the message or her, you know, because there have been female prophets, of course. And Seferai is one of them, uh, but but the main thing is, you know, God is speaks through a prophet. The second thing is, only God, the Holy Spirit, can open your understanding and reveal to you God's will and His teachings, you know, and and the good news, you know, the Christ came into this world to gay himself as a sacrifice so that you can have life in him is the most beautiful truth that you'll come to know. But God has more truth to share with you. And then the other thing is, you know, within that number two, uh, number one, God speaks through a prophet. Number two is God, the Holy Spirit, that opens your understanding and gives you that understanding. But you have to have a humble a humble heart. You know, you have to have it. If if you don't have a humble and gentle heart, uh, you're just not going to come to know. And then number three is, you know, God is the creator. You know, he created all things. And those things cannot be changed. I mean, you may think you could because that's what, from a human perspective, you think you could do. You know, it's a deceiveness that... Uh, It's out there in the world because of sin. But we'll see you next time. And keep those things in mind. Uh, But we're going to refresh them every time in different ways. But the next time we'll talk a little more about the specifics in the ministry. And we're going to go over uh, some of the things that we covered today. uh, Because they're they're there to stay. So... (laughs) God bless you and we'll see you uh, the next time.